Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this Quantum Conversation. I'm Loren Gailey, and I'm so pleased to have you here. Uh, my guest today is someone who works with the Earth's grid, literally following the call of her heart as a millennial star child. Z, Earth Star Healer, is here with us today, and I just welcome you so much, Z. Thank you for being here. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Loren, so much for having me back on the show again. It's always such a joyful experience. It is a joyful experience, and we welcome everyone who is tuning in to this very sacred space. We thank you for joining us. As we talk about grid work, we know that so many lightworkers are walking the earth and going on sacred journeys and we're going to talk about the grid work today and the magic that happens when you literally step out of time and surrender. So, Z, share with us what's been going on in your journeys. You've literally traveled to some great destinations. Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny to say great destinations, um, but... The last year has been extremely intense and glorious. What a brilliantly exciting time to be alive on planet Earth. Um, so right now I'm in Colorado Springs. Um, we are here. We've built sort of an ascension temple in a subdivision. And it's been a really interesting exploration in creating new earth uh, from within, from right here. And, you know, people might think that is a really glorious kind of lifestyle where you're traveling and doing these things and talking to spirits and everything. But, you know, it's um, probably not as glamorous as what a lot of people may think, because very oftentimes we're interacting with really our own shadow in um, a very deep kind of way. Um, and so, yeah. yeah. Um, stuff comes up, right? Whenever we're on these <laughs> sacred journeys, our stuff comes up. And that could be like old programs, right? So it's not always so easy. Yeah, but I mean, also... So I'm finding that the majority of the grid work that I have been doing lately is um, consciousness-based grid work. So I'm navigating more of like the fields of energy that uh, we create as a collective consciousness, um, as a humanity. And it was, um, you know, I had done um, journeys before where I'm going to places on the earth and clearing energies that were on the earth. But the majority of the work that I'm doing these days are uh, more consciousness-based, which is really the most exciting and fascinating stuff to me. Um, so I'm really looking forward to sharing a bit more about the explorations and findings in those landscapes that I've been flying around in. <laughs> Great. Well, let's go. I I'm very interested to um, catch up with you in Colorado Springs. I'm in Boulder, so we oh, should... Wow. That would be beautiful to 
Yeah. And I know that there's some listening who are in this area too that would love to rendezvous. So everyone stay tuned to that because that's going to happen. All right. So this field of consciousness that we're working with, I was just thinking about this today, the morphogenic field, right? And there is work to be done there. So tell us about what you've been doing. Okay. So I found that I perceive reality or since maybe about six years ago, the way that I've been perceiving reality has been shifting. And in the very beginning, you know, when I first was waking up probably about six years ago, uh, I would notice that, you know, the room would kind of start going, doing this wavy thing and like colors would be there. And all of a sudden I'm like kind of almost in like a fish tank or something. And I'd be like, are you guys feeling this? You know, at the time I was still living in the muggle world and uh, nobody would know what I was talking about. And, you know, around that time, somehow I came across um, Sandra Walter's material on the Internet. Um, God bless her spirit, because it got me through, you know, this super confusing process of activating, you know, multidimensionality where I thought that, you know, I was you know, um mentally ill maybe perhaps but I never got into those states of fear because of this way shower that I found so over the years I um, began to really discern and study these shifts in my energy field and consciousness and um, over maybe four or five years I've started to kind of integrate I realized that when that was happening I was just accessing a higher part of myself and that it was strange to me at that time because my 3D Earth personality hasn't experienced that before. And so uh, when I lost the fear and I was able to just relax and enjoy the experience, I began to notice that uh, through those gateways of these shifts in consciousness, I was accessing, you know, these bigger uh, parts of myself. And so um, I think about three years ago, I had this dream of being a geneticist in the sixth dimension in Andromeda. And at that time in that dream, I was in this kind of lab, but I was really in a light body. It wasn't really like a science lab per se. And I knew that I was working with genetic material, uh, but with sound and light. Um, and then over, you know, the next year, I began to have these dreams about uh, what is being called a star being training facilities. And what I realized was that I played part in the Starseed mission where, you know, they're like, okay, uh, it reminds me of when, um, you know, my dad immigrated to Canada because he's an electrician and Canada needed electricians. So basically I was flying around in space and they're like, we need a geneticist up in here. And I was like, I can do it. And so I joined the team for the Starseed mission um, and, you know, coded. Let me close this so it doesn't ring on us. Um, coded a lot of these uh, starseed genes that kind of like packets of information or um, almost like little USB keys that starseeds came to Earth with that were encoded through light into um, their Earth DNA so that they would have access to their memories and their gifts and different sorts of uh, magical tools, let's say. Um, and so... Uh, through experiencing reality from that standpoint of seeing uh, everything being constructed of geometries of light and sound, um, I'm able to kind of 
view the 3D reality or what muggles experience or what we experience in the false matrix. Um, and through seeing all of these distortions in the geometries within the false matrix, we're able to create these kind of cures or vaccines or antidotes uh, for those distortions. And I'll just be more specific uh, when I talk about these distortions. What I mean by them is really, so this is really interesting things started happening in my sessions in the last maybe half a year, whereas before I would be, you know, finding these little entities or people's past life traumas and their earth DNA and things like this, you know, um, very still kind of mundane and regular stuff. Um, but then I started finding these pathways of consciousness that led out into these kind of almost artificial realms um, of geometry and it's funny it's just dinged because my roommate always says that the reality will prove to you sometimes when something is right and it'll affirm for you when things beep <laughs> so anyway so what I discovered that was you know usually when beings experience soul fragmentation uh, which, you know, the majority of humanity is undergoing, they have what is called soul loss, right? Um, it's the most common uh, spiritual illness in, the, in shamanism. Everybody kind of understands that when you go through trauma, a piece of your soul can leave, and then you end up, you know, either becoming sick or something like this. And we can say that the majority of uh, the mundane world of humanity is undergoing this sort of shamanic illness and this is why so many people are unable to wake up because literally they don't have most of their spirit in their body to process all of this information there's not that presence um but the very strange thing was that when i saw that people had parts of their consciousness missing it wasn't due to any severe trauma that they experienced in their human life but it was due to watching certain TV programs or cartoons. Oh. And this led me down this rabbit hole of really thinking about what TV is and what programs are. Because when we look at the history of um, TV programs, and uh, I feel really victorious. Just I just want to add in real quick. I'm feeling really victorious and sharing this information right now because I have just gotten a lot of, like, as soon as I figured this out, um, you know, there's these beings that are like weren't weren't used to people seeing through this, um, and so you know some some little mishaps are happening. So I'm feeling really good. <laughs> Thank you, Spirit, for allowing this information through. Because when we look at the history of of TV, it really started you know in the 50s with the beginning of the MK Ultra programs, right, where beings were kidnapped or just mental health patients or people in the military, people were being taken into these uh, programs that were created by the CIA and the government to study mind control, essentially. So they, throughout the 20 years or longer of their research, figured out, you know, what frequencies, what patterns of light, uh, and what, you know, geometries of light are uh, conducive to controlling the minds of people and essentially shifting or distorting the shape of consciousness or trapping it into a certain loop. Mm -hmm. And from this information that they discovered, they poured that into creating television and the different programs and frequencies of light that are being emitted from those TV screens and also radio frequency. 
So, uh, you know, when I was tuning into the energy field of people, and, you know, with all energy healing, it's just about tuning into different frequencies. And really right now I'm just learning about the full spectrum of different frequencies. The false matrix has really infiltrated our system. It, it has really narrowed us into a small bandwidth, right? It's just been, and, and so now you're saying that you've seen parts of consciousness being siphoned away from that. Right. Um, and, you know, it could not, like, that's just how I'm seeing it. It doesn't necessarily have to be siphoned away. So it could just be trapped, you know, um, stuck in a loop or a certain shape. And these correlates to different parts of the body as well, and also patterns of behavior. So we see a lot of, say, jealousy and ownership in the uh, place of relating. Um, and this keeps humanity in a really low vibration, right? Because it keeps love from freely flowing. But when we um, look at the TV programs and things like this, like how many TV shows are about, you know, oh, my God, this is the love of my life. Oh, my God, she just left me, and I'm so sad I'm going to kill myself, you know? And it's just we were just so ingrained from such a young age um, that that is just what normal is to us, right? And, you know, that's the 3D kind of physical reflection of that. But what I'm saying is that it goes much deeper into the multidimensional self and that these programs keep us from accessing ourselves in um, a more multidimensional uh, framework. Oh man. So the importance of, you know, staying clear of the programs that do not resonate with us. I mean, most people watching a program like this have decided not to pay attention to those TV programs. Uh, technology itself has changed. So we do not have to uh, watch the commercials anymore. We can record our programs and fast forward through them. However, there are still the vibration of some programs that so many are not even able to experience anymore. Um, some that come to mind in the beginning of people being aware of their frequency was like ER, the television show ER, where you know, week after week, you just feel yourself getting all tense inside. Um, or Mad Men, personally, that, that show for me, Mad Men, is really um, frustrating. I just noticed in our household, it was like an energy field would come in from that because of the behavior mm -hmm. and the perceptions in it. So that's interesting. So we can sense this in our lives already. Um, but you are taking it. And how are you working with your patients then when you see this? Do you see certain programs or uh, is it just the whole scope of it? Um, yeah, so I work um, with this in sort of many different layers at once. Um, I think that the thing that I want to say here is that, you know, we can know that you know, certain vibrations aren't in alignment with us. But I think some people are really experiencing this frustration because um, they feel like it's something that's not them. That's like, well, yeah, my spirit chooses not to align with these frequencies, but something is just still there. And it's kind of hard to access it. Right. It's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly where it is in uh, the multidimensional reality, because I understand that I don't agree with these frequencies, but I'm still maybe sometimes experiencing them or being triggered by them. Um, and so I'm saying that there are actually these portals 
that so they're they're feeding into these kind of artificial realms almost mm. so for example a lot of these cartoons mm-hmm. but when i was younger i didn't really get to watch much tv i grew up in china and i think that my soul kind of chose this plan where i would be pretty much very protected from all of those weird frequencies you know my parents were chinese they're very adamant about my education and my piano school and all this so i literally pretty much never watched tv until i was maybe in my teens and by then you know i think that i just couldn't grow a taste for it and so i think this has kept my system where uh i'm able to perceive into their uh false matrix of energy <laughs> clearer um, but, you know, especially with millennials who watch a lot of cartoons, these um, are actually leading consciousness into these artificial realms. And, you know, that's kind of what I want to call like modern shamanism in a way, because, uh, you know, we didn't have TV thousands of years ago. And so it's really hard for a lot of, you know, energy workers to even find these pieces just because it's very unusual. I mean, when I saw this, I was like, how do they even do this? And I don't think any humans did it consciously, really. Um, I think that, you know, you can channel angels or you can channel other beings who have an agenda. <laughs> and, you know, in our house, we always give it up to those, you know, false gods or demons because they work really hard and they're really smart for having made all this happen. Um, so it's just about getting as organized and as diligent as, you know, the beings that have these agendas. (laughs) Well, it's a time for sovereignty here. I love how you paid attention to your energy because that's what this is all about. We need to pay attention to where we are centered. And when we feel such a deep peace within ourselves, that's like a embodiment of our higher self. And So everything else that's not that is literally pulling our energy away, distracting us. Uh, And that's really, you know, when we look at even the news today, let's not go down there in a discussion about, uh, you know, mainstream media or any of that. But we can see that um, it's very divisive. And so who knows what's who knows what the truth is? That's where um, we as individuals as we pay attention to our energy and our energy body, we can tell when that's being pulled off balance. What uh, have you learned about this? Because it really is, um, you know, when you mentioned that you paid attention to your energy shifts, can you describe a little bit about what you're talking about there? We're so connected because I was literally thinking like, this is actually the main theme that I wanted to touch on today is that new earth starts within, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And this has been a really strong uh, theme because I feel like there's a lot of intel out there right now about, like, the event and, like, things are going to change real fast and blah, blah. But, you know, as you say, absolutely, it's all about being aware of ourself and where our energy is at, you know, because throughout the last two months, the most exhilarating integration that's happening has been moving into seventh dimensional consciousness or seventh density consciousness. I'm not really super sure of the wording, but in the state of consciousness, we are essentially a oneness with everything around us. And it's not this 
you know, abstract idea is not like, oh yeah, I'm one with everything, but it's really a visceral feeling. Um, it's the feeling that my electrons inside my body and the electrons of everything around me are in this field of oneness. And in this state of being, you know, um, just as we are able to, um, you know, instantly heal our discomfort inside our body, we can do the same sort of thing in our external reality. And then we begin to literally create from our intentions and our imagination and our creative beingness um, everything that we want to experience in the external realm. And for the light worker, this becomes, you know, this extra charge because, you know, they say that there's 144,000 or this is the a critical mass or something like that. But what this critical mass is, is just that enough people reaches the state of consciousness that they're able to co-create um, these massive shifts in the external realm. And how you reach this place in this state of embodiment of this, you know, 7D consciousness or higher is by moving through the total acceptance of everything that's inside of us and thus everything that's outside of us too. Um, and so really I'm, I'm feeling like inside the body, it really feels like this funnel that goes in like this and it penetrates all the lower chakras. And this is when all of our earth stuff comes out, you know, a lot of things surrounding sexuality, a lot of things surrounding lack um, or, you know, financial security or things like this. Um, and it goes, you know, really deep as far as, you know, being in the cave and it's raining and you're like, how am I going to hunt because <laughs> it's raining and it's really cold. Um, but these codes start to fire because, so it might sound crazy, but I was out um, in the forest for about two weeks by myself recently. Um, my star family actually um, inherited this land to me. Um I'm just going to tell the story because it's really cool. Yeah. So were you camping? Had, were you by yourself camping? Uh-huh. With my cat. Um, oh, your cat camps. <laughs> <laughs> my cat um, is quite the personality. So a few years ago, I had this vision of um, a star being training facility where uh, we were, you know, hundreds of star beings and we were really going at just the reconfiguration of our geometries of our body so we're able to manifest miracles, right? This is really what we're capable of. And, you know, a few days after that, I was searching something random on the Internet and I came across this link that said Fifth Dimensional Community. I said, well, wow, that's just really strange because I literally just had this vision. So I clicked on a link. And I sent a message to the person that, you know, created the page. And I said, hey, I think I'm on the same team. And um, he messages me back saying, you know, there's nobody here right now, but you're welcome to come see the land. And so I went. This is a land in New Mexico. And um, the, this is when things got strange is that the being that purchased this land, his name is Stuart. He was a teacher in San Francisco. And he was an Andromedan Starcy. And... Mm. He purchased his land and then he died a few years before I got there. And before he died, he told the land steward that when he came back, he was going to come back as a little Chinese girl. Oh. <laughs> and so okay. I showed up at this land and, you know, it's really this, it's really at the seed stage. This place is carrying so many codes um, and um 
templates that not really anyone or like the collective's not really ready for this project to fully blossom. Um, so anyway, I'm on this land and I decided to really focus on, you know, what this vessel is really truly capable of. And so I pretty much wasn't hungry for an entire week. I didn't really eat at all. Um, I was drinking, you know, herbs and things like that. But I started having all these dreams about levitating and walking through walls. And my cat was like, at this dream where my cat was like levitating and flying like this. And he's looking at me, he's like, I'm trying to teach you right now. Are you paying attention? <laughs> and I was like, he had this hilarious face. And then he like wow. went into a wall and came out of the wall. And, yeah. you know, that is like totally possible. I really believe that is totally possible. Um, but, you know, it's like this. In order for that to happen, it really felt like my bones were breaking. It really felt like all my bones and all my tendons were breaking and like restructuring. It was kind of painful. <laughs> but, you know, upon coming out of that, even though I'm not levitating yet, um, the perception of reality has really greatly enhanced. You know, I'm, I'm seeing all these different layers of energy and really seeing, uh, you know, these different portals that are present. Um, and so all that is to say that I'm on this journey of discovery and it's really freaking exciting and fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. And, and we love hearing your stories about that. And the dreams were really showing you what is possible. That was like training in itself. So that is fascinating. Yeah, and I do want to just throw in here real quick, too, that when I was out there on this land, um, so let's just a little background. This land is wedged in between the Zuni Reservation and the Rama Navajo Reservation. And the story is that these two tribes had a shamanic war in the 1930s, and they had a tie, but they cursed the land in the middle and sold it to the Muggles. <laughs> and that's the land that we got. Right. And most people would think that, oh, you know, we can't go there. The land is cursed and all this stuff. But when you get there is actually all these different tiers of realities. And on the earth plane, um, you know, and the majority of this energy really has been cleared out because the land steward literally sat there for two years meditating eight hours a day. Um, and having been there for a week by myself, you know, meditating about four or five hours a day, I have really deep, mad respect for this human being because it's really intense. Um, but what I saw was that even in the fifth layer of the third dimension, um, it was like a water realm, right? It really felt like it feels like um, space is water. And I could see these stingrays and like miniature dolphins swimming around. And it looks like they're swimming around in space, but, you know, in that a vibration, um, you can actually feel the water. And, oh, you know, wow. I began to feel what it would feel like if I just morphed my, the frequency of my physical body into that vibration. And I really just felt like I could do these, like, somersaults as if I could do in water, in space. Um, but, you know, this is the latest... <laughs> That, okay, that's really cool. Tell us more about those experiences when you're talking too about uh, seventh dimensional consciousness. It's almost like you can you you can see that you can see all those levels in one here in the 3D. So um, Mexico, that's very sacred land, and um, New Mexico and the states here. What's that? 
New Mexico in the States here? Yeah, New Mexico, New Mexico in the States, very sacred. So when you were there, did you, um, you know, did you see any beings that are left over from that war? Or did you, you know, how you help to release them or tell them to go on their way? Things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a couple of portals that were open. Um, and I think that, so this is like what I'm really passionate about sharing with people right now is like, I know that I'm not at the final state of embodiment because I'm not flying, but I am at where I'm at right now. And I think that it'd be great if more people can have access to these states of awareness, because the more people that are doing this kind of work, which is what I'm calling kind of advanced light work, um, because it's very specific, you know, it's not just about sending love and light anymore. It's, it's like being in the love and light and perceiving, you know, what is also here in the, rea- in the, in the lower third dimensional reality. So we're able to actually be um, caretakers and janitors. And this is something that everybody can do. Everybody can access these, um, psychic powers, um, and, and stay in their, you know, God presence of love and light and command for these changes and these cleanups to occur. And so this is really what I'm focused on, you know, creating training for people to do. Um, but you know, the, 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 I think the coolest cleanup session that recently happened was actually when I was in Portland and, um, there was this, uh, portal open beside the house and I could, you know, hear kids screaming and things, even though it wasn't happening in the real reality. And then, you know, my roommate told me that all these crappy things have happened close by. And so I tuned into the portal and I, what I saw was that there are these, you know, four big beings that were keeping that portal on lockdown and they were siphoning these bad things as in, you know, there was a meth lab and there were definitely some sort of satanic ritual occurring. Um, and this gave me insight in, you know, what those rituals, um, how those rituals affect the earth grid and how those rituals are being used to siphon energy to create these reversal um, grids, which not only feed these beings, but kind of keep the earth's vibration in lockdown. Um, and, you know, a lot of cleaning up is happening, but in that moment, I cleared out these beings and then these two Sasquatch beings jumped out. And, you know, they were, like, super tall and, like, you know, I could see them in this, like, fluorescent gold and blue light. And they were like, hey, thanks. Like, we were stuck in there for, like, you know, a thousand years or something. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So you see this. This is your perception. This is your inner perception that you saw, right? right? Okay. That is very interesting. Okay. So go on, please. Well, you see, the interesting thing is that, you know, after that experience, I started seeing, like, Sasquatch everywhere, like, you know, bumper stickers on people's cars, like, inside people's cars, like, everywhere I turned, just, like, on buses, which is, like, like, you know, it's significant, and I would notice that if that was in my reality before, but it really just felt like the Sasquatch beings were saying hi, being like, hey, thanks. (laughs) That is the shifting reality as well, right? This is the shifting reality that, uh, we're talking about on this show recently and 
um, it does shift. And so you've got that experience because it was like the world was reflecting back to you what you needed to see, but yet you'd never seen those signs of the Sasquatch before. So, the, the co-creative experience of the reality being something very much alive and made up this, of the same stuff that I am. Um, and that, and, and see, this is like, it takes away all of the fear and the falsehood because a good friend of mine would always say the reality is as real as you are. Um, and so it's also as loving and as beautiful and as creative um, and as exciting as we are. And that's not to say that, um, you know, if you're experiencing a boring reality, then you're boring. It's more that um, the more that you allow yourself to expand, to really believe and be open to the world being this magical place, um, that is like the gateway into really beginning to experience yourself in that way, right? And this is where it comes down to self-forgiveness, self-acceptance, and self-unconditional love again. Um, and when we find those things for all these parts within ourselves, like what's really left is just this divine, magical, magnificent existence that is always scintillating, you know, in every single molecule of the whole reality. It's just that we've been kind of just distracted from really uh, feeling that. <laughs> Yeah, this is a movement too big to be stopped, how people wake up and, and come out of these programs and we begin to see it. And there's no question that that's happening right now. So what would your advice be for those really wishing to create new earth? A common issue for new earth is really it all comes down to fear. So when you lost all fear, you said you really felt like, you know, there you were able to manifest and that was a big shift. What do you do with fear or how do you work with your clients to remove that fear? How do you drill down to find it and get rid of it? So somebody very wise recently uh, shared with me that would make me come aware of that. Fear and a lot of these things that we perceive as negative or things that are difficult to navigate are really uh, gatekeepers, right? So even if there was this terrible entity that was attacking us, like the process of interacting with this entity and moving through it is also the gateway into that next step of our embodiment, right? And so I feel like especially in the realm of exploring, you know, our multidimensionality and reclaiming our DNA and things like this, it really just comes down to, you know, being afraid, doing it too, and experiencing um, what trusting and love brings back. Because ultimately, you know, that's just how we humans learn is through experience. And if you come into this gateway and you're like, okay, I can either be in fear right now or I can you know really trust and you choose trust and you witness and experience what happens then slowly you know you you gain that uh that stability in that and that really took a while because you know I've spoken on this show before where spirits like extremely tough on me in that regard as in spirit doesn't tell me where I need to go like months in advance spirit would be like you need to go to Vermont right now get in your car 
and I'll be like, I got a job. I got to work tomorrow. And Spirit's like, get in your car. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get in my car. And then next thing I know, I'm in Vermont working with the Pleiadians and anchoring in light technologies. And I used to get super scared that I would be sacrificed or something, you know, because these are the collective things that I am also holding space and processing. Um, but, you know, that has never happened. And what does end up happening is always these really beautiful and magnificent experiences. So I guess take that as, you know, it goes. <laughs> we can't hear you, Loren, or I've lost you. That is that if we can believe in ourselves enough to just make that happen and lose all fear, it's beautiful. So that's a, that's the flip side of fear is all this beautiful stuff that comes in. And all right. So when we're talking embodiment, we have reports from people. There's some reports coming in over the YouTube chat, over our Q and A box. And this is about like ascension symptoms. Did you ever experience bouts of dizziness or vertigo? Um, I know that there's like lots of new energies coming in recently. Um, at the beginning of the year, people were reporting lots of dizziness. Uh, now new groups of people are feeling that vertigo again. Can you give us insight on what you think that might be? The first thing that came to mind as we were saying that I was seeing these different spins in the light body and as we're moving into more coherence. Um, so it means that all of our spins are rotating correctly from our physical body into the higher dimensions um, that as we go through this, we're bumping into, you know, blockages and this like and those are actually where the spins were off. So as the spins are going from off to clear you might experience vertigo. Um, that's just what intuitively first came through in the now. But as we're talking about ascension symptoms, um, something I wanted to touch on this uh, before we started was that there's this really incredible thing called proactive healing. And it's like processing things with our, free, like choosing from our free will to process things, like making time for it before the wave hits us. <laughs> um, and it's like, you know, you go through um, for the first period of our awakening, like everything is so new that we're just kind of like being bombarded. We're like, okay, now this is happening. Now this is happening. And then at some point we get our bearings and we're like, okay, like I know why I'm here, which is to clear out my vessel, clear out my DNA, reclaim my divine DNA. And so I'm going to just set apart, you know, three hours a day to proactively do that. So by the time, you know, the wave hits, you know, we're actually on the other side already being like, okay, like I'm here to receive these codes instead of being pummeled by this healing work that we're kind of behind in. Um, and so that's kind of the approach that I've been using for the past year. And, and very rarely do I get hit with, you know, waves of ascension symptoms. Um, at this point, my body is like instantly manifesting like what we call illness as I'm processing things to show me uh, what it is I need to work on um, before they leak out into the reality. 
Um, I think you're muted. Okay, so give us example on on that because um, I'll give an I'll share an example of of what we experienced when we went to the crystal uh, vortex of Hot Springs, Arkansas. The crystals actually amplified uh, everything, um, positive and and not so positive, and it allowed. It was almost like a portal to the higher self, where I could look down and see myself from this higher perspective and the not so good things. But then also um, it did appear on the body, like uh, in the form of like little bug bites where maybe other people's energy was tapping away at my energy. That's how I took it. So could you share an example of how, what that was like for you? Okay. First of all, three hours a day, really? I know some are going to say, that's quite a long time. And what's that process like? And then, so the, the manifestation of quote illness from something that you were experiencing, share some examples. Um, so, you know, um, I think the clearest thing that always shows me is like hives that appear. So mm-hmm. if I need to clear out my liver, then like the hives will appear right on my liver. Um, but really, I feel like there's this threshold where you get to, like, I'm really a workaholic, right? Because I'm a, I'm an energy healer, and this is, like, my favorite stuff. So I will spend hours inside just, like, flying around, checking things out. Like, it's just what I love to do the most. <laughs> and this is how you get good at doing things, too. Like, it doesn't feel like, oh, I got to go do this self-work. You know, I'm literally running energy, bringing light to, you know, it's just something that is really natural and fun. Um, oftentimes it's the first thing that I do when I wake up and the last thing that I do when I fall asleep. Um, but I think that if, um, if for anyone that's listening, if you're really wanting to become an energy healer, like you got a body and you got energy, you don't need a membership to a gym. You can always be exploring, right? Like you have access to the reality at all times. <laughs> and this is fantastic. Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to have a little process with you. I think it would be beautiful to have you lead us through uh, a a meditation or maybe that healing or shamanic uh, recovery of our parts of our consciousness that may have left us. Uh, First, I'd like to play some of your music because you bring forth this beautiful healing music. So let's take a listen to one. Uh, the first one that comes up, I have, we're, we've got two. One is Tara's Gift of Liberation and then Lullaby. So share a little bit about um, this song and then we'll play one. Um, yeah, okay. So the Lullaby, it's really a gift that came through for the star seeds. Um, it's just this really soothing melody. It's streaming from Hathor which is like a ninth dimensional um, consciousness. And, you know, it just feels like home and to be soothed in the arms of the cosmic mother. Um, Yeah, you know, it's not super deep, but it's probably the deepest also, you know, it's the unconditional love of the mother. (laughs) Okay, so let's listen to Lullaby. Get this all. Here we go. 
so beautiful. Z, that was really like the Divine Mother. That was so nurturing and cradling. Cradling is the word. Soothing. Lullaby by Z, Earth Star Healer. Thank you. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about uh, how we can work with these energies to really release some fear. All right, so is there something that you could lead us on in a meditation or a process uh, like what you do to really release it? And I know we're talking on a general scope here, but maybe you could tune in for our group 
who is a light warrior group here to really go for it and bring in new earth creations. All right. Um, I'm honored to hold the space for us all right now. Um, hello to everybody who's tuning in here live uh, or in any future now moment. Um, just know I'm seeing that there's like 123 of us here. Today is um, 10.10, and it's like the portal of perfection, right? It's like completion. Um, and so I'm just going to lead us through this process of tuning into what I call the source field, which is what um, my healing modality is based on. And it's really quite simple. It's just about tuning into the field of energy of everything, where everything is accessible, um, and that's, you know, past lives, um, um, distortions in our Earth DNA, programs, you know, entities, everything and anything that is not your emanation and expression of your perfect source DNA, um, you will feel and have access to. And then through being aware of that um, oneness divine part of yourself, you're able to pull this light and as this light hit, whatever it is, um, it will restore divine order, okay? And then as we create this field of harmony and order, we will radiate um, that out into the collective. So um, for all who are here with us right now, just get yourself into a comfortable position, um, not if you're driving <laughs> or anything like that, but um, just lie down or sit, whatever is most comfortable for you, and I will just wait a couple of seconds for everyone to get there. Um, and so as we begin to relax our body, our mind, our spirit, let us just take some long, deep breaths into the lower belly. Expanding the belly as we inhale. Contracting the belly as we exhale. Bring all of ourself that we may have left with any other person in any other place with any task. Bring all of ourself back into the body now, even from dream time. With our deep breaths of integration, bringing all of our awareness into all of our body. And tuning into parts of our body that we are not always aware of, like in between our toes, underneath our feet, in our ankles, our knees, our hips, our back, our shoulders, our armpits. All the hairs growing on our entire body. All the streams of blood and lymph and energy. Now we're going to go a level deeper, tuning into the matrix that all of our cells exist. Speaking into the nucleus of every cell and all of the genetic material that exists there. And tuning into all of the light photons, 
the biophotons and the electrons that that genetic material is composed of. Breathing into your body as a field of light, beginning to expand your energy field. Infusing the energy field with angelic and Pleiadian and dominant light technologies of healing and rejuvenation. higher self and source we are kind of scanning the body for any programs i'm sensing that we're working uh, on the solar plexus particularly towards the right side by and between the sacral chakra and dissolving any illusions surrounding survival surrounding uh, needing to live in any certain way uh, in order to survive, uh, any need to give up, you know, um, to sacrifice in order to survive, dissolving all programs related to um, giving up life to sustain life. I'm giving up all uh, conscious and unconscious pulls towards taking in order to sustain or taking in order to get. Okay, and then from within the sacral chakra, we're blossoming open this brilliant gold and blue and silver flower that's opening and blossoming up within the sacral center. And this is an activation of connecting to the womb or the source of all Things. This is um, the place where we connect to, you know, infinite energy. And then we can feel all these fears or limitations or suspicions um, that belief systems of the body thinking that, you know, oh, well, I need food or I need this. Or, when really our DNA, our electrons um our light body is capable of pulling in all energy and everything we need to sustain, to create, okay? And this is a very deep program, of course, because humanity has lived in this way of you know, needing energy to sustain for a long time. So we're also clearing out anything in these chakras that are 
not blocking the source energy from flowing in and flowering. Okay, and source creator, we're also removing all programs relating to the limitations in creation, the feeling like the only way we can perpetuate is through you know, propagating children. Okay, and so now we're clearing through some programs of unworthiness. So feeling like unless we, this is like a slavery code. It's like unless we are performing within the confines of, you know, the false reality or we're, you know, making children, then we're not worthy. We're not good enough to be alive. So source, we're clearing this field of energy here. along with any anger and resentment that we may have felt subconsciously from that construct. And so we're bringing through this infinite depth of acceptance and worthiness to be a oneness with the reality, to be a divine child because this body and this DNA that we have is like amongst the most treasured technology in all of existence. And, you know, this is our divine inheritance and, and we deserve it because, you know, we are the stewards of this, this body and this magnificent planet. Like this is what's actually true. The reality is that you are in a body. This body is immaculate creation. We are on the planet. This planet is a magnificent creation. And this is the bottom line. This is the reality. So we can release and relax to receive that gift that is already ours.
Okay, so I just want everybody to uh, visualize that you can actually see and feel all the people who are present in this collective work and to form almost like a lighthouse or like a transmission station. And, you know, you can visualize us all as being one transmission station or all of us um, gridded up around the planet. We're just going to beam this uh, codes of sovereignty, uh, which now would be a good time to play that Tara song. The song came through a channeling um, where Tara came to share with us these codes of sovereignty. Um, Tara is an ascended master that came from Sirius a really long time ago and uh, to share these codes of sovereignty. And we're really talking about the infinite capability of our genetics of really not needing not only not needing food but specifically not aging and not dying um our cells are not are programmed to die only because we believe in it not saying that we live forever but saying you know we can have more sovereignty over our incarnation than what we think is possible now so these are the codes that are here in the song and we are just beaming these green, emerald, gold uh, codes onto the planet for humanity.
so aware and so present in our knowing that we are here to bring upon the dawn of the golden age uh, to manifest a reality of miracles you know to truly break free from uh, these limitations that were really just here to show us contrast you know but we're stepping into the next chapter of really walking into our mastery and our embodiment and our joy of, um, you know, of being in this body, being in this life, being in this beautiful gift of life. I also want to let you speak a little bit about a special offer that you have for our listeners, because this is where people can get uh, attuned to your energies and your frequencies and the beautiful music that you've got. So it's a one-on-one that people can do with you. Can you share with us what happens in that session? And then they get some recordings too, which are shamanic. So what are those about? I call my sessions full spectrum because you really just never know uh, what happens because like when you're in the source field, pretty much anything can come up, right? So that is like implants, entities, past life stuff, ancestral stuff, guides, um, star family, um, higher self integration. It really all depends on, you know, what the person is wanting or what the higher self is wanting. It's always just higher self and body guided. Mm -hmm. Um, I always just ask the person's body and higher self what procedure they're needing. and, And I just go step by step like that. Um, uh, the songs that I sang, I received this dream when I was in Mount Shasta a couple years ago and I was in the angelic realm and they said that these songs carry codes that help people activate their source code in their DNA, which is really just another way of saying to access other dimensions because this is what our DNA is originally capable of, um, to remember where our home is which is in oneness with all that is. Um, and the recordings I am really excited about because so I, I was a music major and I still, you know, produce electronic music, but whenever, you know, the, the energies come in and you can't sleep, you know, those days when you're lying there and you're like, Ooh. <laughs> um, I would grab my computer and I would just make these electronic uh, soundtracks and I didn't think much about it, but um, then I realized it was perfect to create these, kind of guided meditations on. And so I would sing these source codes over the electronic music. And then they're all for um, specific 
things like the one of them is about um so <laughs> there's what we call reversal codes right they're kind of like things that keep us from actually being able to be ourselves and they're subconscious so an example of this would be i am not sacred right i am not divine this is like a subconscious belief system that is very deeply ingrained in the body, in our cellular makeup, in our genetics, right, in our subconscious. And so there's an entire 30-minute um, uh, recording uh, where we work on that specific reversal code. Um, so, you know, there's four of them, four of these very specific journeys. And... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for that. That's really cool. Thank you. Uh, that special offer is available on the link on this platform. Just check. There's a link on this webpage or whatever listening platform you're listening to or watching. You can find that link to the special offer. And um, so that's that's one personal session. But you also have another special offer there for two sessions with you so if someone wanted to that's even deeper work i just thank you for offering this because we can feel it on an energetic level the comments that come in they absolutely talk of home and how the music the sound brings us so present so present it i want to just say it's embodiment music that's how it makes me feel it's really exquisite. And so we have those songs, lots of your songs, actually, in a download, too. So we're going to offer those for everyone because I could think of just playing this in my morning. Just uh, it, it's such a beautiful it's a songbird um, sound from you. And we can tell that you were a music major. And it's so beautiful that you are so adept at making electronic music. That's a beautiful skill that you have. You were a musician in another lifetime, I'm sure, as well as a shaman. So thank you for that. I wanted to talk about your upcoming online healing retreat. This is a master class of three sessions, and you are really gearing up to assist everyone in making their acceleration into living new earth. Talk to us about what we'll experience in this online healing retreat. For the past, you know, five years of my life, I have been researching the effects of what is called the false matrix on our energy bodies and our human bodies and just how we live our life and interact with our reality. Um, the perception that I am, uh, receiving in these informations are from the sixth, ninth dimensions in the form of geometry, light, and sound. And as I perceive reality in this way, I'm able to see, you know, all the different aspects of the false matrix that really um, keeps us from perceiving and experiencing reality as the sovereign creator beings that humanity truly are. And so uh, specifically, I mean, you know, artificial realities of AI programming and um, alien implants, 
um, artificial portals that are of our consciousness going into various artificial realms that are keeping our consciousness and our spirit in vibrations that are not completely, you know, source connected or um, organic. Um, and all of these effects of cellular degeneration that the GMOs and sugars and salts that are caused by the artificial foods that we eat. And so really we're going through you know, a plethora of multidimensional uh, aspects and vibrations which um, keep the human being, keep our body, keep our consciousness from experiencing our organic divine self. And so in day one, we really go through all of these things and, you know, kind of the findings that my galactic scientists have explored in depth um, um, moving into the second day, we're talking about the multidimensional light technologies that me and my galactic and angelic teams of healing have designed and created specifically to address these false matrix um, blocks and frequencies. And so, you know, uh, they're uh, shamanic light and sound technologies that we learn to create from our creativity and our imagination, which is also really a part of the healing itself as activating our creativity and our imagination itself is a process which takes us into aligning with our organic self. So I call day two custodianship initiation because as we activate these gifts um, and learn to create these technologies, everything in our life becomes light work. You know, every thought, every movement, every intention becomes uh, an expression of your energy that is um, that can be used to move towards the healing and the cleaning of the false matrix so that we can all move towards um, this alignment and co-creation of the new earth. And so on day three, we're initiating our portal to the new earth by putting everything that we learn into action through a group ceremony where we actually um, collectively use these uh, tools that we've learned to tackle these different frequencies that we've learned about um, to do a collective clearing and prayer for humanity and the earth. And I myself am an experiential learner, as in I learn everything through experiencing it in real time. And so this is really an experiential learning process so that you can feel what it feels like to be in the middle of a collective grid work ceremony as I perform them. Um, and again, this is just another uh, way for us to really shift into a deeper custodianship of our, our light work. Um, I think, as I mentioned earlier, that, you know, I, I call it advanced light work because I feel like for a long time we called light work, you know, going outside and smiling and telling everybody you love everyone. And that's fantastic. And it's great work. It's needed. But I'm calling it advanced light work because we're really becoming adepts in um, perceiving and navigating through through the light and sound that makes up reality and through this adept um, advanced way of navigating through it with this knowledge that we're going to learn. Um, again, we're becoming, you know, true custodians and guardians um, and co-creators of the new earth. Um, and so I'm really excited to facilitate this experience and I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> And, of course, there will be some sonic activations along the way. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for that. The special offer is available on the link on this website at AcousticHealth.com. And you can also find the link there for the online healing retreat. And you can get all of that in the special offer. AcousticHealth.com forward slash special offers. Well, thank you, Z. As we say goodbye, we were talking about this great shift. There is a lot of hope out there. Everything that you do is all about hope. And when we think of the event, the event's already going on. So I would like you to speak to that and uh, give us some insight on this shift that's underway. So I keep hearing the sentence and it's like, the event is an inside job. (laughs) Yes, that's good. Um, And it is. It's like the most important thing is just checking in, you know, and the checking in with how we feel about life. It's all about our relationship with life. And, you know, people know that it's we're in Merc, I mean, Venus retrograde. And we think that Venus retrograde is about, you know, our romantic relationship, but it could really be our relationship with anything, right? And all of life is a relationship. That's our relationship with our body, our relationship with our breath, our relationship with our moment, our relationship with our environment, our relationship with our people, and, you know, our just how we are holding ourselves, you know, what what is our relationship to the standard of what we're holding ourselves to um, in every moment, right? And um, that's a really powerful place to start is in the now, in the body. Um, and, you know, knowing that it's all okay. Like every, no matter how you're feeling in the moment, just the act of checking in with you yourself in that moment is good. It's great. That's that's enough. You know, whatever um, you're feeling, it's perfect. And that becoming aware of how you're feeling in the moment is the gateway to, uh, you know, trans locating, bilocating into uh, whatever new reality that you are, you would feel better in. Right? <laughs> so, Beautiful. Yeah. Well, with someone like you, Z, who is so dialed in and already on this path as a millennial star child, uh, you, like many like you, all like you, give us great promise in our world. So I just thank you for that. And thank you for stepping up and assisting so many others in this great transformation of humanity and this great uh, woohoo new earth that we are creating. New earth is created within us. And so um, we thank you for assisting and facilitating people for that. Um, one question uh, that's coming up in our Q&A box is about the Sasquatch. <laughs> when you uh, communicated with them, when you saw these beings, you saw the ethereal beings, any message or intel moving forward for humanity? It's funny because this being, I mean, there were two of them, um, but one being was saying that it was, I, I sense that this being as being male, but he told me that his name is Snow White. um and actually that ties in with what i really wanted to um just touch on finally is that there are a lot of starseeds who are going through this thing where they're like oh i can't i hate earth like i can't believe i'm here i want to go home Mm -hmm. and i just want to say like 
give Earth an actual chance, like get to know her, go out on her land and go out into the woods, go out into nature and really just look around and fall in love with her because she um, has so much to offer. She's just so um, magnificent, you know, and when we say earth, you know, we're really talking about the false matrix, right? We're really talking about, oh, I hate the cement or I don't want to go to the grocery store. But when we create this relationship with Mama Gaia, like it gives us a much deeper well of inspiration and energy to draw from. And we'll, you know, really understand why we're here, you know, to experience and to uh, help her you know, clean up so that she can live on forever. Yes. Thank you for that. I know that that's why all of us are here. We care so deeply about it. So thank you for that beautiful reminder. Yes, yes, yes. Z earth star healer. Thank you so much for this quantum conversation. It's always so refreshing to speak with you and, you are such a young way shower, but a powerful being. Your aura is huge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lauren. I really appreciate you and this platform that you created for us. It makes me feel really supported by uh, the family of light. And it's awesome. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Give Earth a chance. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Again, I thank our listeners for joining us. You can access Z's special offer on the link available on this show page. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for being here. And we will leave everyone now with a beautiful song by Z, Earth Star Healer. This is Lemuria. And this recording is also included in Z's special offer download, also with the online healing retreat. So there's several items that you can access Z's training and teachings. Enjoy this dance to the cosmic heart. So right.
is about our origin But we surely learn more if we sit in the stillness in the woods whence we came And childhood was the last time you came to me with curiosity Upon my shores, watch my water, the same water that flows within your veins. And hear intently the laughter of the birds, they're my children, playful children who live in harmony. conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet 
This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.